John. I'm Drew. I'm Nick. And you're listening to the Archive. This is our ever-growing library of everything. One hour at a time. Uh, I forget how we how we start things now. Are we in the prefatorium? Yeah. Yeah, we're in the prefatorium. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Prefatorium. Uh yeah. Uh domain of show matters and comments. The standing show matter is that uh the days of the prefatorium are numbered. Yeah. That's the standing. Uh, we've got them written on the walls around the prefatorium. You can see them right there. Yeah. Those are the days of the prefatorium. Uh before because I, I finally got my wish yeah. of getting rid of the prefatorium. <laughs> but the archive has many more days ahead of it. No, you, you got your wish, but you didn't know it came with the terrible price. Oh, yeah. the monkey's paw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the final days, the final weeks, the final episodes of the archive are nigh. This is one of them. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, we uh, do we have any other show matters here? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, is there another question that needs to be asked? Yes. Uh, I, the prefatorial poobah was unable to join us for this recording. And so as the prefatorial goomba, I, uh, uh, I must take up his longstanding task to ask John, Hey John, do we have any comments? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let me check on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Sad uh, to hear it. Then we have to go back wait, to no, show no, matters. We do. Have, we do have. <laughs> we have at least one. Um, let me just from? see if Who's we have any from? others. This, this this just in. Before you say who it's <laughs> before you say who it's from, John. And I don't know, John, if you've been keeping up, but there's a bit of a crisis happening with the comments, and I'm not just talking about the lack of them. I guess I kind of am, <laughs> but uh, a yeah, very specific faces, Azriel, yeah, aka. AKA he's kid creeper. He's missed out on two episodes of commenting. And when he, his phone is allegedly, it seems like he's missed out on more than that. Well, when we, well now, (laughs) when we first (laughs) noticed it, I guess (laughs) we said, we gave him a pass. We said, okay, we'll change the rules a bit for his comment streak. Basically. Right. Then when he missed it again, once again we we took a vote because we were feeling, you know, very much very patriotic at, on that day. We wanted to vote again, um, and we said, "Let's give him another chance." And so, with all that said, I'm I'm interested to hear who who the comment is from, and I've got my fingers crossed. I'm hoping, I'm hoping a comment streak will be reignited. Our first comment tonight comes from Mike Westfall. Mike Westfall. Yeah. 
I've never been so sad to hear that jingle. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike has a question. He says, is your last episode going to be before or after Christmas? Asking for a Bible friend. I'm afraid this is not even a new comment. Uh, okay, I was worried about that. We're taking that off the table then. Struck. Uh, that is struck. S- struck. Struck. Uh, Mike, please see the previous episode for the answer to your question. Uh, we have one comment tonight. Wait a minute. <laughs> and it is... <laughs> wait, we do? Wait. Okay. He he did say oh, did the first say comment first? the first time, and then yeah. he... Yeah, and then and then he set it up to edit out the other part, but now <laughs> no, it's no, too late. No, no, keep everything so in. Please the, keep everything in. The one in. comment. <laughs> yeah. We have a comment tonight, Come and on. it comes from Kid Creeper Faces yes. slash yes. Azriel. Yes. Welcome back, Kid Creeper. Yes. Welcome back. AKA, AKA, Let's hear that. AKA. Creeper, Kid, Kid Creeper, Creeper jingle. Oh, yeah. This Is here to make a comment on this There it is. Uh, he says, "Man, I am upset." <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, right out of the gate, we're we're disappointing. Uh, last season of the archive, but that's okay. Just like us, the archive had a limited time. We will enjoy it one last time. Raise a glass and happy, awesome, spooky month. Um, also, <laughs> at the time of this comment, I am 100% sure I just broke my toe. Oh, oh no. Oh, my <laughs> God. God. What an incredible this comment end. is going in, in a terrible direction. Uh, prompt. I don't really like the Vikings song. Uh, it has too much mouth sounds cutting through the music. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I'm not going to bring up your last song. My Baby Worship Satan was pretty good. Oh, that was my song. Yeah. Uh, I liked the ending song. Comment streak 14. Well done. Except, except that. Uh-oh. Like, wait, well, okay. So you gave him, you gave him two passes, We did, right? yeah. Okay. At least. Uh, but I think he missed at least four or five episodes well, there. So two, two since we noticed. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, f- welcome back, Kid Creeper. So that was two. Uh, we two of Nick's... couldn't do this without you. Two of Nick's songs that did not get the Kid Creeper approval, and did. Oh man, he doesn't have taste. <laughs> I, what can I say? He listens to this podcast. He doesn't like my music. I'm curious. That's, I think we what, all know. You know. If he doesn't comment at all on a song, is does he like it? Does he dislike it? How does it yeah. stack up? Yeah. Oh. In fact, I, um, I I'd like to challenge Kid Creeper to uh, give a review. His thoughts on every single song on the mixtape. Every, but not just that mixtape, but every mixtape. Now that would be, if he yes. were to do that, I would say that he could. His comet streak would be set in stone. He would never lose the streak. Yeah. If he were to do would, that, would he officially be King Creeper at that point? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think he yeah. should start his own podcast where he just comments yeah. on the mixtapes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Kid Creeper. It's great to have you back. Uh, if you want to leave a comment for the archive, you can do it at thearchive.com. You can do it to at the archive on social things. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. Is that how that works? <laughs> I think I'm just so. Yeah. Chuckling to myself. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Given <laughs> your profession. Right. <laughs> Well, I never explained it to myself. Yeah. I just do it. Right. Uh, all right. Let's uh, move this along uh, to the archive proper. Please. Stewing this week, yeah, and uh, I've got my my toes a tapping, my feet are yapping, oh. I guess, and uh, I'm gonna start jabbing about walking. Nice, and this is that is the extent of the preparation that I've done for this episode. <laughs> Was in the immediate uh, moment coming up with that rhyme. <laughs> Uh, walk this right into the archive yeah. and uh, good night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I, I picked this topic uh, because, well, uh, I struggled to come up with another one. And um, I'm going to pin it. And you were walking. I, no, I was not. Um, but I, oh. I do enjoy walking. Actually, I think... The the roots of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into um, the hour I'm Pin it on. <laughs> I'm gonna pin it on a thought that I had recently, when I was trying to figure out exactly like, I was I was thinking about Six Flags. Okay, I get these emails from Six yes. Flags. This is this is um, back in yes. like let's say September October or whatever. And Six Flags, uh, foolishly, uh, <laughs> is is still open. Um, not just, not just because <laughs> I say foolishly, not just because it is well past their season to be open. Actually, they're not right. Oh, they're not open right now, but, um, they're continuing to operate. Wait, what, what, one second. Speaking of foolishly, um, did you guys trick me into another I, I was, I was. That we did. That we did, Nick. Oh, I was going to say, when, you. when John mentioned Six Flags, I saw a a look of fear pass across Nick's face because he knew how close we are now to to moving into other theme park discussions. Yeah, all right, that's right. Let's do it. I'm here for the uh, hour. So yeah, Six Flags still had a had a season this year in which people went to their parks yeah. and existed next to each other uh -huh. in close proximity. Um, and uh, they they keep sending me these emails because I I foolishly last year bought a uh, season pass to Six Flags, um, yeah, and uh, so I get notifications. <laughs> I don't think I knew this. 
You bought that for this. I summer? bought it. I bought it in October of 2019. Because you went to the fr- which what Fright Fest oh, last year. Fright Fest. Yeah, yeah. So the last time I we went should. to Six Flags, I was there for about an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> I, 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 Chelsea and I walked in. We we went there because it was Fright Fest, and we wanted to to experience Fright Fest, and because they were running a, a special where you could get a season pass for the 2020 season, and you could visit as much as you wanted for the remainder of 2019. And we thought, well, we'll go to Fright Fest, we'll go to the holiday thing that they do in December, and then maybe we'll go next year once or twice. Yeah, hundreds more times right. during the summer. Um, it turns out, you know, pandemic or not, I don't think we would have visited Six Flags this year um, at all. Not even likely. for Fright but, Fest? Uh, so yeah, we so we went to Fright Fest last year. But and, wouldn't you um, would you not we, have gone again this year, if without the pandemic? I, I, based on our experience last year, probably not. Um, mm. Maybe maybe I'll get I'll get to that. Uh, anyway, so I get I get these emails from Six Flags, and they're all like, "Here's what we're doing. We've got uh, these rides are open. You can go to the water park. <laughs> these rides you are can, open. You you can get these terrible hamburgers." Yeah. Um, but at no point do they say like we made this part of the park nice, yeah. Or um, this this corner is clean, or um, right. we added a new path that you can walk through, which is really I, I realize as I'm thinking through this process, all I really want out of Six Flags is just a place to fucking walk around, right? And and have it be like relatively pleasant. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> This is this is the entire reason why we got these season passes is so that I could go to a place that is unlike other places and walk around. Now, uh, that okay, that is unlike other places is your qualifier because I was going to point out well, there are parks and sure. things that normal people go to to walk around, but you want to see. I want to be entertained. Yeah. And now I. I want to be entertained. I, I okay. I feel like you you didn't do you you didn't hold to your side of that bargain. If you only went for Fright Fest, you know, I, I feel like if you're looking for something different, right, a different environment to walk through, and I suspect that part of that is also potential uh potentially hilarious people watching at Six Flags. Yeah, sure. Which yeah. There's gonna be a lot of crap, you know. You're gonna you're gonna have to find the diamonds in the rough with that, right? And so I feel like you what you needed to do to to realize this dream was to be going on a weekly basis, learning <laughs> learning your walking routes, and and just observing as you walk. I mean, that's pandemic aside. I know the pandemic happened. Right, sure, sure. But but if that had not happened, I think that's what you could have done. I just also want to make... I like that vision. I like that so much better than uh, than what was in my mind <laughs> as we wandered out of Six Flags at Fright Fest last year. And I thought, what the hell are we going to do with these passes? I, and just, just as a side note, I think... Uh, John, I assume that your desire to visit Fright Fest is this is for the same reason as mine, 
is because of <clears throat> a specific episode of podcast the ride um uh it it actually wasn't but but the two kind of coupled each other very nicely okay. um and 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 i i guess it, the, there there's some crossover there because the episode you're referring to we'll we'll put that in the show notes yeah um highly recommend that, that focuses listening. on fright fest it's it's really entertaining um even if you don't like theme parks yeah. maybe especially if you don't like theme parks because i think it's um I would I would argue that maybe of the big theme park chains, Six Flags are probably the ones that most people can say they've experienced. Yeah. yeah. Maybe or like the broadest um, audience. Yeah. Can say like, yeah, I've been to a Six Flags park or 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 something comparable, right? Right. Um, and it is from from the moment the 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 hosts of that show start describing what happens in their experience like i feel like immediately you can feel like the flames of recognition yeah. um creeping up like you just you, if you've ever been you, to it's a like you are there yeah. right yeah it, it's and and the gist of it is it's just like this like collective shrug of a theme park empire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just writ large across this, I think, you know, 300 acres of land. I think Anthony um, Geo, who's the guest on that episode describes it as six flag sucks. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, on that visit last year, I, I don't think I, I have never, seen a public restroom that was in worse shape than the one I visited. And I only bring that up as like an example of the experience because plastered on the door on the way in is this like proclamation about how often they clean their restrooms and how sanitary uh, concerns are like their utmost um, focus at Six Flags. Yeah. And, and so then to walk into what like, I mean, it was walk. It, the only yeah i did i walked in um we're still on top the only thing i can think of uh, <laughs> is like apocalypse now or something where it's just like debris everywhere yeah. um um yeah and it's it's you know it, it, i think that is that is part of the charm that is exactly why uh people maybe who are not Certainly, the the real appeal there is the rides. It's a place to go where you can go on rides and everything. Yeah, but for somebody great. like me, uh, who is is not so much driven by that, that is absolutely where the appeal lies, and why I was happy to get a season pass, like on the premise that I could go there again and spend an hour and forty five minutes going on zero rides yeah. and leave for the day. Yeah, I, happily. I think it's. All right, just just to <laughs> recap, you bought a season pass to go see dirty bathrooms. Is that is that what we just learned? Essentially, yeah. You you can edit out the the past <laughs> ten minutes and just if you want to do a retake and just say that. I, I think that's the reason. Up, right? The real reason that we went there was yeah. because they promised us uh, these uh, special cocktails at this place called the the vampire blood bank bar or something. And I was like, this is great. This is great. Six flags is getting into the like themed dining and drinking experiences. Um, I cannot wait. And they kept every email I got was just like, come to the blood bank bar and get your 
blood bagged cocktail. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so we did. We went there only to find out that the blood bank didn't open for like another two hours. So we had to like wander around and fill the time. Oh, good, good. Uh, Let's check yeah, out the bathrooms. Did you, um, I, you, maybe you said, I can't remember. Did you guys ride anything? We did not. We did not. And I mean, that wasn't. Yes. I, Classic. It wasn't like we intended for that to be the case, but like it, there just really wasn't any reason to write anything, if that makes sense. Like, it's no, no, it doesn't. You're at Six Flags. I'm trying to, I, I, I'm trying to think of a like I could, I can see not wanting to go on any thrill rides. You know, it, certainly as I get older, those get more painful. But I, I feel like if if it were me, I would. And I have, I would have to go on that terrible Justice League ride. I've still never been on the the Justice League ride. I mean, that that makes that even more surprising to me that you guys didn't walk into the line of that ride. (laughs) (laughs) Is it more surprising or is it just further validation of the premise that I laid out at the beginning, which is that I am a pedestrian at heart and I like to walk. Let me challenge that. Did you guys walk through any haunted houses? No, they didn't open until the evening. And by the time we had our uh, blood bank drink, we were pretty much spent on Six Flags. I mean, two hours is a lot to spend at Six Flags. Let me just. Yeah, uh, no, that's. Yeah, that's put that fair. out there. Um, go, whether you're going on rides or not, that's a long time. It's a long time to be anywhere, but it's especially a long time to be at Six Flags. I see. I don't even understand. That seems like the bare yeah. minimum amount of time that you could be sure. at a theme park. Like you, you're making a drive, you're standing yeah. in lines, you're going into this giant place, and. You're only going to spend two hours. Well, it hours turns there. out if you don't wait in any lines, say, then. You didn't see any yeah. lines. Except for you the can do the whole place in an hour and 45 and, minutes and, and, <laughs> and still okay, have 15 okay, right. minutes if to you, drink a shitty blood cocktail. Were there any shows? Uh, I think so. I, I, I honestly could not tell you. Yeah. Um, I, we, we did not encounter any shows. Let me say that. <laughs> we didn't check the schedule, to be fair. But you know, I I enjoyed the walk, and that's what brings us here today. <laughs> yeah, to talk about it. It it is. It was a, a revelation in going through this whole process in 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 receiving the the Six Flags email and thinking, what the hell are they thinking? And then I thought, actually, you know, I I'd like I would I would go there and walk around. Yeah, yeah. If there weren't anybody there, right? Like they could just shut the whole place down and open the gate and be like, "All right, here's your two-hour walking window." And that, that's, well, that's perfect. Sort of like, that's exactly what I that's want. That's sort of like um, malls, I, right? They eventually. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Like, it, is the future of our generation uh, going to have theme I parks instead so. of malls? Oh my god! They just have these track paths <laughs> going through the whole thing, and yeah. when we're geezers, they'll we're open just the gates hour walking through and. For the the yes. senior <laughs> citizens to go do their power walking, 
I have not felt this euphoric yeah. at a premise <laughs> since the Phantom Menace. Let's let's create a sales pitch, yeah, PowerPoint, and bring it to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they'll probably be ready to receive here. some uh, <laughs> low cost ideas <laughs> soon, really, yeah. really soon. Um, uh, the the mall walking reminds me of a. This is very specific to walking uh, a memory of mine um i guess maybe maybe 10 years ago or so a friend of mine and i used to go on walks um i want to say was it i don't think it was daily it was like but maybe it was i don't we we would go on walks regularly together just sort of as an effort to stay active um and we would uh, uh we had various different venues that we cycled through and and we you know we do this all year round and so during the colder months and and less uh clement weather we would walk in the uh mall which at by that point was pretty much you know abandoned and it was only open uh for people who were walking and for like little <clears throat> art studios or, you know, karate classes or whatever, all the stores were, were now just, you know, oh, yeah. used being used for different space. Um, and this friend of mine is, is like, like me into a lot of, you know, sort of nerdy kind of stuff. So comics and role playing and stuff like that. And at that point I was really behind on, uh, the X-Men, I hadn't done my recent like dive and dive back into reading all the X-Men comics. And so Drew, why haven't oh, you I read have the now. latest X-Men? That's him. <laughs> no, no, that's well, him. I was, well, I would ask getting him, upset like, at you. tell me what's, what's going on. Cause I knew he, he kept up. And so that was oh. fascinating. But the best thing that happened was, um, well, there were two great things. One, when at one point we're walking through the mall this was Crestwood Mall here in uh, the St. Louis area. And we were approached by a news crew. And they were interviewing people about using the mall as a place to take walks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's what they were doing. I think that's what they were doing. But they asked, they for whatever reason, it was me and my friend, right? And they approached us. And they only had questions because you were the only people still alive. Well, and they only had questions for my friend. They they did not ask me a single question. And I was yeah, I'm standing there right next to him, and I'm like, what's going on here? Why is why am I being ignored? <laughs> I never found out why. But my more uh, my other favorite memory of this was. The first time, I think probably the first time we were walking through the mall, he told me about um, uh, the time that he did some live action role playing at that mall. Whoa. LARPing. Um, oh. And uh, the, he was LARPing the game Vampire, the Masquerade, which is a very, like, people make fun of D&D, right? Or at least they used to. Um, and be like, oh, that's for nerds and, you know, elves and dwarves and all this stuff, right? <laughs> and and what people don't realize is 
how tame that is compared to vampire. The, <laughs> the people who play D and D make fun of. I don't the even, people Yeah, who play I don't vampire. even. I don't know if you could say that. I just know that if those people who make fun of D and D found out about vampire, they would. They would absolutely. <laughs> They, they, they would like pat the D and D people on the back and say, okay, you're fine. Uh, I think you're, you're doing a, <laughs> let's get yeah. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I played vampire when I was maybe yeah. 14 or 15. Yes. It's it very, very edgy. edgy. That is exactly okay. right. And it's like, it's, I, I remember yes. a lot of clubs that I would yeah. go to in vampire and, uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's not guys, just edgy; it's '90s edgy, which makes it like yeah. tenfold yeah, yeah. more edgy than anything else. And so, so let's so so just you know to give you the full sense here, it's role playing, it's vampire, and it's LARPing <laughs> at an empty mall. So that's the full <laughs> scope of what's happening here, and. My friend doesn't know anyone. He like he he found the group online and he signed up to do it. And so he knows nobody. So I, I actually I give him a ton of credit because I would never A, I don't I don't have the dedication for LARPing because I'd have a really hard time. <laughs> Wait. Wait. What if there wasn't a thing and somebody just posted online, hey, we're having a big LARPing thing at the mall, and then just a bunch of random people that don't know anyone show up pretending they're vampires at the mall. That is, that's pretty Yeah, good. yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, was just, I was just saying, I, I don't have the dedication. The, 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 like, I can't, I would never be able to take LARPing seriously. I'm like, my imagination cannot extend that far. And I think, I feel like I have a good imagination. And so I give him credit for that. And I give him credit for going and not knowing anybody. To me, that's even, that's a whole other level of that would make me, you know, really nervous and embarrassed and, and things like that. So he went, and he he the, he just he, he didn't like it. He he didn't enjoy it. Like the basically, he got there and there was a group of people, obviously the LARPers, and they agreed to gather in a certain spot and. Um, there were like a few groups of people who clearly knew each other. Right. And, uh, the main group were the ones running the game. And he said they were basically just like, no one could, could really do anything, um, to quote unquote succeed or win, you know, other than those people, like this sort of stacked mm. the deck against everyone else. Um, but my favorite thing that he described was he was, at one point sort of walking through the mall and and i can't remember if the setting in the game was a mall or not i really hope actually i think it was because he said that one of the other characters i guess just walked up to him but described themselves having dropped down from the rafters (laughs) (laughs) you know which is to say like i've dropped down from the rafters in front of you (laughs) <laughs> it was really cool. I, you are startled and impressed. And I just thought to myself, if it were me, my trench coat <laughs> yes. floated behind me as I it's, fell. I just thought, if that were me, I just could never. I would. I would just. I, yeah, Stay exactly. In. Too way yeah. too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I have no like ill will against LARPers or anything like that. But 
it's just such a you know role playing across a table can get silly in its own you know right and so acting it out is is a whole other level but anyway we would walk through the mall and that that was really enjoyable especially because i had such fond memories of that mall um and then we there was a a uh high school that had a track that was sort of open to anyone like a you know a a circular uh i don't even know what you call that track um yeah and yeah, we would track. just walk you know laps around that um and another another path that we would take is the what well, it has a name um i wonder if i can find it uh but it's like a, a really long um trail here in the st louis area let me see if i can oh, oh the is Katie it the trail. grants trail i think it's the it might be the katie trail doesn't that doesn't that extend here? Oh yeah, I don't know that that actually reaches the St. Louis area. Does it not? Maybe maybe out St. Charles. Maybe it is but the Grant. You were saying Grant's Trail. Grant's Trail, yeah. Oh, I think that it one is. goes through. I think it is. Oh, the yeah. the Lewis and Clark <laughs> path. <laughs> John, I think you're right. I think it is the Grant's Trail. Um. Anyway. That was a, that was a fun. I want to say like year or two, where he and I would would go on these walks and have lots of conversations about uh, dorky, nerdy stuff. And um, I, 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 some of my best memories are are of walking, of going on walks. I have other specific ones, but I'll well, I can stop talking. Walking, walking is a very good uh thing to do with another person where if you just get together to have a conversation then you're forced to look at them and <laughs> participate yeah. in the conversation but when you walk you just completely ignore them <laughs> yeah no seriously though it, it opens it up to just like this is the activity that we're doing it's yeah. the most passive activity mm-hmm. that you can do other than sitting and you get a change of environment and it really kind of opens you up in a way to actually have a real conversation that um, just sitting together yeah, doesn't. The, 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 sort of, yeah, definitely. The hanging out doesn't hinge on the conversation. It hinges on the activity of walking, right? And so you can yeah. have these natural moments of quiet. And I feel like it also, like your brain is more active and, and you're being... Um, you know, there's, there's chance for random things to sort of stimulate conversation and things like that. I totally agree with you, Nick. Right. And Drew, since you outed yourself as a vampire LARPer, I will, (laughs) I will do the same. Uh, you guys know this, but this is the first time I'm publicly saying this, uh, that I, I play disc golf. Oh, and I know it goes D and D. (laughs) <laughs> vampire larping disc golf disc golf disc golf player yeah um and uh and i've I, I played it for years now but when i first learned about it i i had a friend who did it and he's all into fish and kind of a, a hippie dude and so i just added that into the things that i made fun of him for um <laughs> But then I went out with him and enjoyed it and picked it up as a hobby. And when people ask me about it, I I say, like, it's like walking around in a park, except you throw stuff. 
and that to me is what I get out of it where it's just the same thing as the, the walk where I go with just I have a couple of old friends yeah and we spend a couple of hours just walking around and doing this like kind of casual activity while we do it and uh somewhere in between it we usually have a good conversation but it's not focused on that conversation you know i i i've done disc golf once and um it i found it to not be casual at all i i was in a lot of pain by the end of it like i maybe if you build up that throwing arm muscle it's less uh strenuous but i i was exhausted by the end but i think what what i found interesting about it is i don't know if i could find the place where we disc golfed again and i felt very contained within this park area um maybe that's just me but like i think a good sort of walk or a good you know pastoral environment kind of feels uh like enclosed and not in a way where you feel like oppressed but like you feel secluded maybe that's a better term yeah i would agree with that i think the the more uh obstacles you have on a walk the 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 less satisfying the walk is and and i won't i don't mean like obstacles in like you have to like turn or something but just uh basically like roads another turn <laughs> the worst God, the worst obstacle a turn <laughs> how are we supposed to get past this uh like major major thoroughfares can I, I mean psychologically i find that to be limiting like i if i'm if i'm looking for to go for a walk uh <clears throat> and um the trajectory involves a lot of major streets i'm i'm less likely to complete it you know yeah um it's it's very easy for me to just be like eh, i'm just going to turn around here at this road and go back you know or find some other way to go well i'm going to um, counter that and say my favorite type of walk because i thought of this when you said that when i was a kid and had a lot of woods around me and a lot of creeks we'd do this thing where we'd walk down a creek and every time there was an opportunity to cross the creek, we do that. Nice. Which is a very gray area. You know, sometimes there's like a mm -hmm. couple of rocks and you might get your feet wet. Sometimes a tree's fallen over it and you might break your neck falling off of it. Uh, but it was just this kind of like little passive thing to do that's also Just almost like little, an obstacle course yeah like a little challenge yeah 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 that actually reminds me of a, a time when i was in boy scouts and would go camping and uh i may have even mentioned this on the show uh but it uh some point it was like a three-day camping thing and at some point uh some friends and i found this kind of dried out creek bed and just started walking it like just to see how far we could get on it or see where it went whatever we like i, I think we saw like a tire or something and we were like convinced we would find all kinds of other weird shit in the creek <laughs> a <tire>. so <laughs> where's the rest of the like car a, a dead bodies <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh and i remember like i enjoyed it so much that when i heard like the scout people being like 
come back. It's time to do arts and crafts or it's time to play soccer or whatever. I just got like so pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all I wanted to do was keep walking that goddamn creek. Well, exploration. Did the counselor pull you aside and ask you why you're so spastic? <laughs> I kept it to myself. I just stewed. <laughs> Nick, you what were, were you saying, yeah, Nick, Nick, you were about something. exploration. Uh, yeah, just, that's that's another big factor in it. Where it's like, if you're walking in a city you haven't been in, or that kind of wood setting, and you can just wander around. Like, I I like hikes, but I get a little bit bored when there's this like chosen path for you, and hmm. I kind of want to like. Um, I'm the kind of guy that likes to walk off the beaten path, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my Tinder profile says. Uh, <laughs> Angie says it's lame, but <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's 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 fun to just wander. I guess is what I'm saying. What what do you guys think about city walking? I've I've because I tr- used to travel a lot for work. Um, I would find myself in pretty major metropolitan area or is that right? Metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sure having you know i don't have a car i've i've flown there and if it is a big city you you know i don't bother renting a car or anything and so uh to get food or you know to get out of the hotel or whatever i have to go walking through a city i'm not familiar with and i i do have to say that's often more stressful than it is um enjoyable uh though it varies from city to city. I think um, I found San Francisco a bit more enjoyable to walk around, uh, not aimlessly, but um, not knowing the area. Um, whereas a place like Boston or um, the, maybe it is just those East Coast cities or um, even Chicago uh, are a little more like harrowing to to move through yeah do you think that's because certain cities are a little bit more like pedestrian friendly or like intentionally or maybe i mean I or maybe just the way that they're laid out i maybe it's it might i think maybe it's more the general vibe because hmm. in uh in san francisco definitely people were very laid back and the weather's really nice and you're just sort of moving through your day. And then one of the last trips I did was, was to New York and I met a friend of mine there who happened to be there at the same time. He did. He's not from New York. He's uh, lives in Kansas city. And we just turned out we were both going to be there for work. So we met up one evening at a predetermined spot and getting to that spot was I was kind of like, oh, this is stressing me out. Once I got there, and he's he used to he did live in New York for a time, and so he's much more familiar. I kind of you know, I could relax because I was just following him, you know, to where we were going, mm-hmm. and that was definitely more enjoyable at that point. So I think a lot of it hinges on either my you know personal like, oh, I don't know the place and trying to find my way, but also everyone's moving really fast in New York. You know, people are trying to get where they're oh, going yeah. and it's a lot less um, laid back. 
Yeah. Yeah, I also like the the planned grid city um, can be good, but uh, it also just can be feel like you're just oh, here's another block and everything yeah. just kind of gradually changes um, from this is a like little restaurant area to this is a shopping district. And, yeah. Um, uh, when we were in London last year, like that kind of density of a city plus it being built up organically just yeah. felt like you could w- walk anywhere and it's just London something around every corner you know yeah it's it's sort yeah. of frightening London right like I would there's a part of me that would love to be able to just explore London and at the same time I feel like it'd be it's just, it seems so easy to get lost or move down you know like go down a really tiny narrow path like things like you said things have been built up on each other so organically that you have these little avenues that seem like you know they were built before cars were around yeah so like their cars either barely fit down them or don't and uh because i was in london once again for work and the um one of the clients we were there for was like, well, we'll take you guys out to the pub tonight. And so he came and picked us up from our hotel and we walked to this pub and it was just like, I was like, man, I'm it's like, I would immediately get lost. And this pub was in the, you know, down this cobblestone street. And uh, just like, how does anyone know about this place? You know? Right. That's the whole story. <laughs> we were waiting for you to say the end so and the end <laughs> all right okay finn <laughs> yeah i my one of my my all-time favorite memories is uh when i went to uh minneapolis in high school and uh, my parents i don't remember exactly what they were going to do but for some reason i had like an evening evening and afternoon evening to myself Mm. and i think i was probably like 14 or 15 and uh i was able to i i I don't i still don't entirely understand what i was like trying to do but i just decided well i'm gonna go walk and so i left the hotel and just started walking up and down city streets and uh it actually it, it like i don't i've been to minneapolis since then and I didn't find it very remarkable at all in those later times. Like it was, it was fine. It's nice, but I didn't like nothing really stood out to me about it. But I think um, the fact that I was like so young and um, I I didn't understand like the boundaries at the time. You know, I, I didn't I had no idea how the city was laid out. I just started walking in a particular direction thinking that there was a record store or something. Yeah probably down that yeah, way. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it turned out there were, there were two. Oh, wow. Um, Pater. But that like, I, I kind of feel like that, that is to me like the perfect scenario of um, exploration on foot is like just having a vague notion that there is something more to, to keep looking for, to keep moving toward, but you don't, but not knowing what that is. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, that's like the, the best dynamic I can imagine. But then you, you walk down like a block and you realize that there's only one 
light on ahead of you and you turn around and you're like, maybe I should go back. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever walked into uh, a situation that you decided, man, eh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be here. Uh, I, I know I've good... had that feeling, but I, I don't know if I like got into trouble, you know? Yeah. It was just, I, I recognized that, um, I didn't know where I was going and maybe I should just back off. I, I've had a sim, I mean, this is not at all exciting, but I've had that kind of experience as far as thinking I could get somewhere by walking there and then coming to like, in you know, an, in, in, impassable thing, like, like again, this this often again happens on my business trips. But like, I'll be like, oh, oh, I think I, an I'll look at a force field. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like be in my hotel. A wall of larpers <laughs> playing the vampire. <laughs> they dropped in front of me from the sky. <laughs> at least that's what they told me. Um, no, I'll be like in my hotel room and sort of looking at Google Maps and like, oh, I think I can get to this place. And so I'll go out and start walking that way. And like, I'll come up against like a eight lane, you know, road where there's no, oh, yeah, there's no pedestrian yeah. way to cross it. And like, I break out into a cold sweat, you know, like, Oh God, I, I guess I'm not going to this place. I was hoping to go, you know, and then I turn around. But yeah. That's, I don't think that's been anything more exciting than that. I, I just, uh, remembered I did have a thing that, to go back to what John was talking about on um, I I was on a similar like 3-day boy scout camping trip thing and I took a couple of other kids out in that same kind of thing that I was talking about where it's like let's follow this creek and we went wandering <laughs> and we ended up like in an area where there was just there was no path and there was just brush kind of everywhere but <clears throat> um but there were like kind of little tunnels through the brush and so we were crawling around through there and then we lost track of the creek and all of a sudden I was just like, where's the creek? Where are we? Oh, I have no. no idea which way is back to the place. And there were, there was a period there that I was, you know, in total panic, like yeah. we're going to be stuck out here, can't find our parents and eating each other. And <laughs> <laughs> um well, it was good that you brought other people with you to, to eat. eat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, uh, there's a there's a trip in my uh, family that lives in infamy, where my my dad has six brothers, and um, one year a few of them decided to do a backpacking trip um, that we were gonna hike. I think seven miles. Um, to a cave and I think this was in Missouri. Um, and so like my dad and I went to a, uh, you know, like a sporting goods store and we bought like back, like legit, you know, hiking back, backpacking backpacks. And we bought tons of like, you know, instant, <laughs> instant meals or whatever, you know, the kind of stuff that's freeze dried or what, and you just add water. Um, and we bought like cooking you to cooking, stuff for the campfire and and like i bought a ton of trail mix like just filled 
uh, like what felt at the time like a five gallon bag of trail mix and so it was going to be me my dad um and how i'm trying to think of how many of his brothers went i think two of his brothers and then my cousin um and so we meet up you know and we're going to camp out the first night and then hike into the campground and the cave for the second night and then stay there for two nights and then hike back so the first night we're in the uh sort of camp area next to the parking lot and my dad this and is I, a legit hike like yeah this is I, a legit hike yeah we bought yeah. like a, yeah like i said we bought i forgot to mention we also got like hiking <laughs> boots like my dad yeah went all in you know it was I, like, this real is fast like, john have you ever done like a multi-day hike kind of thing not a not a hike. Yeah. I've done like a camping. camping trip that involved like um, starting in one place and then like floating and then right. walking to another place and then getting picked up or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't not not like a full on hike. Yeah, same thing. Um, so that first night we we set up our campfire, my dad and I, and we got out our you know meals that we had bought these packaged things, and we made. Uh, like one of the meat is like meatloaf or something, or maybe it was more like hamburger helper type thing. It was, it was disgusting. astronaut ice cream. I wish it had been because this thing <laughs> was disgusting. Dad, my dad didn't like it either. So we ate some of it and then, you know, got rid of it. And then the next morning we had a similar like breakfast type thing where it was like freeze dried eggs or something. And they ruined our pans that we had bought for the campfire. And so then we threw out Ooh. the the pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then my and I basically decided I'm not eating any more of this stuff. I've got my trail mix. So we we start on the hike, and um, about I want to say three three to three and a half miles in. It's a seven mile hike. Uh, it starts raining, and so now we're hiking through. And this is like legit wilderness there's no path we just you know have a destiny like one of my uncles knows where we're going so now we're hiking through the rain and it's kind of rocky terrain at times so it's slippery and and i'm in retrospect i look at back at this and i'm like that's actually to me now sounds really fun at the time it was not fun like i was drenched and um well, it wasn't what you'd planned for. Yeah. It wasn't you what yeah. you were expecting. And I was yeah. miserable. And the cave itself was maybe like six miles into the seven-mile hike, right? Because the, the, at the end of the hike was a campsite. We get to the cave, and the cave is closed. So <laughs> this, oh, no. this is – and this isn't like Merrimack Caverns or, you know, like some commercial entity – where you do cave tours, it's, it's really just a cave that people know about, but there were iron bars. There was a gate in the entrance of the cave and a sign that said the cave was closed because the Indiana bat had taken up residence and it's a, it was a protected species. And so no one was allowed to go in the cave. So immediately, immediately my, my dad, (laughs) And and the other 
it was my uncle Tom who had planned all this. My dad and my uncle Mike just start railing my uncle Tom. Like, you set up <laughs> this hike to a cave that's closed? You know, so that's that's point. The moose out front should have told you. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I How old are you? I guarantee that quote was used. Um, <laughs> I think I was probably 12 or 13. Okay, so this um, is back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, Couldn't check the website. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, okay, well, the cave's closed. We're all miserable anyway. We just want to get to the campsite. So hike the the next mile, and we get there, and and we start, you know, setting up camp and stuff. Once we get set up, we all, you know, kind of explore the surrounding area. And we find uh, a river nearby, and we see people on canoes, you know, going by. So now point number two, my uncle Mike and my dad are like, you had us hike seven miles into a campsite we could have floated to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that night we, you know, we go to sleep or whatever, wake up the next morning. And I think we maybe just hiked around the area uh, that day. Um, but then that second evening... Um, my, oh wait, I'm sorry. The first, the first evening at the campsite, my uncle Tom got wasted, like drink a ton. And and he's a a former cop. And so he started regaling us with stories, um, from his time on the force at the, and at that time he still was, but, um, he's sitting there and he's, he's trying to tell us these stories. And again, my uncle Mike and my dad are like giving him a hard time and telling him to shut up and no one cares. And, and he starts saying, well, Andrew wants to hear this story. Right. Andrew, (laughs) Ryan, Ryan wants, that's my cousin. Ryan wants to hear the story. And he kept like, he'd hold his beer up in this, in the, to the air. And he'd say, this is the God's honest absolute truth and he'd tell us you know this insane story this Um, vampire fell from the rafters (laughs) right in front of me (laughs) it was so cool (laughs) it's the coolest thing i've ever seen um uh the second night um they oh I, i should say they also criticized my uncle because the river was like, it wasn't a river that you could swim in. Like it was gross and, and super cold. And so they also were like, you, you know, we can't even swim in this river. The second night they, my uncle Mike and uncle Tom built a sauna, um, using like a tarp that they had brought and then, you know, setting a fire inside. And, and like, I, I didn't wow. go inside of this. My dad did not go inside but uh the my uncle mike and uncle tom and my cousin all like partook in the sauna sauna and at one point um i can't remember if it was my uncle tom or uncle mike but one of them came running out of the sauna pretty sure naked like hooting and hollering all the way to the river where they dove in (laughs) i i don't know why i mean just for the experience i suppose leeches leeches (laughs) and then it rained that uh the next morning and that was the morning we were leaving of course and so we all get up and pack up our stuff 
and I've been subsisting on trail mix this entire time. That's all I've been eating. <laughs> yeah. And I did not think that I could get tired of it because I loved trail mix. And, but I was abs- I hated trail mix by this point. Um, and I still had like a ton of it left in my bag and I'm eating around all the raisins cause I don't like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> so we get packed up and we're going to, you know, we start hiking back. Um, and we get again about halfway, you know, three, three and a half miles into the hike. And my dad stops and he realizes he has left all of his insulin. He's diabetic oh, back no. at the campsite. Oh, <laughs> so now he has to hike back. Um, and I think we, I think maybe you left of... him. <laughs> well, I think we just waited. <laughs> Like, I think one of my uncles went with them, but then okay. the rest of us just sat there for, you yeah. know, however many Can't hours break. it had been to get there uh, while they went and came back. Um, Times man, two. I bet you missed out on some epic swearing. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> on that yes. journey. <laughs> yes. I'm sure I blocked out the swearing that happened when he realized. Um, uh, but yeah, that was, that was, that the stories from that trip you know obviously uh uh reverberated through every single family gathering from that point on like oh, they yeah. would my, yeah. the honest to god's truth was constantly uh shouted at my uncle tom uh <laughs> from that day forward i suppose this is it's not directly related to to walking but i wonder if that is <laughs> like just a, a general um, hallmark of, of um, the, the, the stories that you remember or the experiences that you remember <clears throat> are the ones that absolutely did not go well. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, to, to put it in like walking terms, like you don't, it's not, if you, if you plan a hike or something and you, you go out on it and, nothing happens. You, you were going to go from point A to point B, you do it and you get back to your car. There are no issues or anything like that. Like, and it's just, it just, you're done. It's, it's gone. Right. Like you did that. Could and be pleasant, over. but could, yeah, it could be absolutely. You'll never totally think about pleasant, it again, but right. you won't remember it. But yeah, the, this recently Chelsea and I went uh, for a walk along this uh, trail that was, I think along the Merrimack river and, um, and it had recently rained a lot, uh, but we, we were on like a kind of a, a paved path, I think, or a gravel path or whatever. And at, at one point on the way back, Chelsea noticed this uh, kind of wooded trail going off um, and asked, you know, like, do we want to try taking that instead as a change of scenery on our way back? And and I'm thinking like, all right, that's fine, but <laughs> I can already tell it's going to be like muddy and flooded you know throughout yeah. there it's it's like not gonna be easy but yeah sure whatever and god i mean we just like bitched at each other the entire <laughs> time <laughs> but it's a like fantastic memory like yeah that that was probably one of the more memorable walks that we've taken throughout the entire like pandemic she's looking at me right now <laughs> shaking her head <laughs> can we get chelsea's take on that walk 
<laughs> yeah, do you want to provide your take on that? No. She declines. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, she can leave it in the comments if she decides yeah. to. Oh, that's later. a great idea, yeah. Um, when when Drew, you were talking about all the preparations you were doing for that hike, I thought of my friend Bo, who is not an experienced hiker at all, and was going out for a hike with my friend Melanie and maybe a couple other people. And, uh, and he did that same preparation that you were talking about where he mm-hmm. just like got everything that they could possibly need except they were only going for like a day hike and he ended up with just like this huge backpack full of <laughs> like 60 pounds of gear and <laughs> and then they were you know walking up really steep inclines and just completely burned himself out like halfway through it and, yeah. I was actually I was imagining you were going to say it's like 60 pounds of gear and it's akin to walking like tower grove park like the paved yeah. path <laughs> no it was some kind of like foothills mountainous yeah. stuff but yeah not necessary uh well i don't know if i have anything else to add on walking we may have walked ourselves into a uh, corner I don't know. To the end of the hour, guy. Yeah, I don't know what else you could say about walking. We feel like we've covered everything. Favorite um, walk. What's your favorite walk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did want to say when I was a kid, um, you know, uh, around 1988, speed walking became a thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, my, my best friend, Mark, lived through the woods across the creek and a different neighborhood and we'd always meet up with each other in between. And we like started this thing where we would like <laughs> speed walk race, yes. uh, after we met up to get back to the other person's house, you know? <laughs> and so both of us, like there were kind of rules to it where it's like, you can't have, uh, both of your feet off the ground at the same time. You have to swing your arms in that weird robotic way. I don't know, but <laughs> but we would just do these little speed walk races with each other and got the biggest kick out of it. Yeah. Oh man, that's extremely charming. Ugh. That reminds me of the uh, extreme walking. I know. Video oh, wow. How did we, we not? Drew and I. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't we didn't come to that. Uh, we, I'm sure we've mentioned that on the show before. Where. Uh, uh, our friend Brett and Drew and I, uh, we went to, I don't, I don't remember how this idea got I don't started, either. But we went to, we went to Merrimack Community College campus yep, and at we night. filmed like a, uh, yeah, in, in the evening. And it was, uh, the premise was that it was going to be like a skate video, but it was oh, for yeah. extreme walking. Yeah, that's great. And, so it was and like, this is before. Like we would walk up embankments and then like flip off yeah. and like well, <laughs> the camera would be like all this canted and angles this was and before that that became a thing where that you could get shoes yes. for that kind of thing like that was not extreme walking and i don't know that that is what it was called eventually but that do you guys remember those shoes you could get that had like plastic where you could grind oh yeah i had those yeah. okay yeah. yeah i had those in college <laughs> Yeah, so this is before absolutely. that. This is before that. Um, I believe it's before that. But yeah, we <laughs> the the and John played the host of this. Um, Tyler, <laughs> the host of this video. And his name was Tyler. 
and uh, Brett and I played a series of different extreme walkers um, with different dispositions and uh, levels of animosity toward Tyler. <laughs> uh, and sadly, the video's lost. So we, I have, we, we had oh, it. Was... We spent like 20 years trying to find yeah, that video. Every time uh, I would go back to my dad's house or something, I would root through, you know, places I hadn't thought to look at to try to find this video because I just remember it's with that Dracula cane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this video just it was so funny to me. And there's one one scene in particular that, you know, I'll describe it here and it won't be funny at all, but I in my mind's eye is the funniest thing where we after after filming and that's a generous term for what we did but after <laughs> <laughs> filming all the segments with the different extreme walkers we realized well we need like bloopers in here we need like scenes of people falling while trying to extreme walking and extreme walk and 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 other things and so we one of the bloopers was <laughs> one of the extreme oh no it was it was Tyler the host played by John pranking one of the extreme walkers by <laughs> if you can imagine <laughs> tapping him on the shoulder yeah if you can imagine a person standing in frame just sort of looking around hands in pockets and john sneaking up from one frame behind or from one side of the frame behind that yeah. person yeah tapping him on you know the the right shoulder one shoulder and then dashing to the other side exactly and yeah. and john the the cartoonishness of his movements were incredible like like the choreography was so impressive to me because <laughs> he sort of like tapped him on the shoulder his body like his feet moved first and the rest of his body oh. followed right like, slid behind like he sort yeah. of like yeah snaked to the other like side it. just as you know the guy turns and looks and then as he turns to look back the other way, Tyler does the same sort of move off camera. And just before his head leaves frame, he puts his hand up to his mouth like, ooh, what did I do? And sort of like, <laughs> then exits off frame. And it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life up to that point. And I would watch it over and over because it just brought me to tears. It was so That's funny. That's great. And it's gone. It's probably God. it's probably good that it's gone. It probably would not live up to. Right. No, I. Yeah, I, I mean, just your description of it was yeah. magnificent. I feel like John missed his calling and should have been a <laughs> a punked choreographer <laughs> for. What's great is bloopers. Is, is Tyler was not the only host because at a certain point we wanted John to also be one of the extreme walkers, and so we needed a sub host when Tyler uh-huh. wasn't available. So at that point I took up the mantle of a character called striker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, very typical of my, like, like that's a hat on a hat. Like Tyler's perfect. <laughs> striker is like, what are you trying to do? What is that? It's good though. Uh, Yes, uh, I wish we could find that video, but uh, in its place, we have this episode of the Hour Archive, yeah. which we can listen to 20 years from now yeah. and 
it will bring tears to our <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you for taking a walk with us. Um, we look forward to your comments, creepers, and uh, we look forward to discussing uh, another uh, topic on our long walk oh. to oblivion. <laughs> 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 it's walking into the hour, guys. <laughs> <laughs>